Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is NFL Trend Zone. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Wes Johnson, Jason Bowen. A couple of weeks ago, we talked to you about theoretical playoff matchups, how they could shake out and how they might go. Now we have firm, cemented playoff matchups, all of them 14 teams. So we're going to use that same format and go through these prognostications for the playoffs one more time. We'll see if our predictions reign supreme. I can tell you I switched mine up by a whisker. At least in terms of who gets Super Bowl, we'll see what Wes and Jason have to say. But matchup by matchup, we're going to break it down. That goes all the way to the divisional round, conference championships, and Super Bowl. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, first, we're going to talk about BetOnline.ag, who is our sponsor. They have a obligation. They want to they want to wish you a new happy betting year as we march into the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering actions in the world and the best for 2022. New year, new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today is where you should head and you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code believe B L E A V. That's our network believe B L E A V to get started from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. The official playoff prediction show. We had a tune-up about two weeks ago, and we all got to our various predictions, and now we're going to tweak them because everything is reality. And we're going to go back and forth, and we will have predictions, Super Bowl winners. That's how we're going to go. So the first game, I'll start with Jason, is the seventh seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who miraculously... I kid you not. On 538.com, where you can go for playoff probabilities, they were two less than 2% chance heading into week 17, so the second to last week of the season. And I was bragging for a couple of weeks how the Vikings eliminated them. And then they needed the Colts to lose two games, and that happened. And oh, man, man. They, they got in, and it, <clears throat> it was mathematically incredible. Now, <clears throat> I think they're going to get smoked, so I'm stealing a little thunder there. But let's hear what you have to say. <clears throat> I can guarantee you, that from if the Vikings were in the AFC and Wes and I's team somehow at a home field playoff game, a two seed, and we looked down at the schedule and we saw the Steelers, Mike Tomlin, we would go, God dang it. Because you don't want to see them. I don't care if they're not very good and Roethlisberger's horrible, but you just don't want to see Tomlin in the playoffs. Do you feel that same way or do you think they're just going to get steamrolled? Well, this could go, this could literally go. One of two ways, but I do got to say, I, I I hate Ben Roethlisberger, but did you guys see what he said today? No. About being underdogs? No. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. We shouldn't, you know, I dozed off or something that during that game, but, you know, we're, we're so, such bad underdogs right now that, uh, you know, I guess we really probably don't have any reason to show up. So we might as well just go out there and have fun. <laughs> he said something <laughs> along those lines. I can't quote it exactly, but if you guys want to search for that and find it, but that actually made me like him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how in the world the Steelers can come close in this game. Um, I think Kansas city should, should win by 17 at least 17, but at the, at the same time with, after what Roethlisberger said and after the way that they got into the place, it wouldn't surprise me if they pulled the upset either. <laughs> well, here's the deal. Here's how you can There's two lenses. I'm convinced two definitive lenses. You can look at this game. You either believe in the Steelers mystique and Tomlin, and you think they got in for a reason. They're going to make this competitive. They might win the thing. Or you look at the metrics and say they do not belong in the playoffs and they will be bludgeoned. So, yeah. Wes, now you're probably going to tell me that it'll be right in the middle. But uh, okay. say what you will, sir. Which one is it? Uh, for Chiefs uh, Steelers, Steelers here? In, in Kansas City, of course. Yeah, um, it's going to be the Chiefs. Okay. Um, I'm trying to locate the stat for this i heard it earlier in the week um there's some stat where 
um, when teams non, um, uh, lost words here, uh, when teams play each other that aren't in the same division, uh, early in the year and then meet up again in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the win margin, I think is more than like 10. Um, those teams are something like two and 17 in the playoffs all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, both the chiefs and the Steelers. So the chiefs and the Steelers played this year, uh, with the chiefs, uh, winning handily, uh, same goes for the Bengals and Raiders with, uh, the Bengals winning handedly. So, um, I am going to err on the side of history here and say it's probably not going to be a close game. Um, Steelers, you know, more than likely shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, I have the Chiefs and Chiefs big. Yes, yes. I, I real quick, I have to chime in here. I found mm-hmm. the quote. So, quote: We probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team. Roethlisberger quipped on Wednesday out of 14 teams that are in, I think we're probably number 14 We're double digit underdogs in the playoffs. So let's just go out there, have fun and see what happens. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. He, and he, he can get away with saying that, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, got can, the tour. you can, you can see his face. When yeah. He's yeah. You can too. see like his, his, his chunky ish face, the sand yeah. and smiling. Um, oh. So if, if they were not, the Steelers with the the one logo on one side of their helmet and Tomlin wasn't attached. This is one of the worst teams to be in the playoffs in a very long time. Thankfully, and I can't, you know, strip that away from them because they deserve it. They're a very stable organization and it's kind of cool that somehow they found a way to get into it. Um, but Kansas city has got gained their footing to take, took them a weird amount of time. Um, but I think this will be a drubbing. I think it'll be something like 41, 17 and it's sad that that would be the uh, how you send Ben off into sunset. But in all honesty, if the Colts didn't collapse in epic fashion, which God, it's embarrassing, and you almost you almost have, you can have your day here, Jason, because you you weren't very high on them, and Wentz disappointed when it mattered the most. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Yep. So I got the uh, Chiefs winning big, and you know that's not some big bold pick. So we'll swing on over to the NFC. And the number two seed is Tampa and they're going to host the Eagles. And I did a bunch of metrics crunching this week because I'm weird. And the only thing as of late. And so I've been really looking at the last six games minus week 18 because a lot of, uh, you know, starters arrested along the league. Uh, the, the Eagles really do a lot of things good. The only question mark they have, and so even special teams is really good, is, is Jalen Hurts ready to you know make a bold splash in the playoffs? Probably not. But what they've done recently on offense, defense, and special teams is very commendable, and that's how they got in the playoffs after not starting that great. So my bold prediction is that this game is going to be a squeaker. I think that it's not that it's like this big Jalen Hurts has arrived and you know he's headed to the promised land or anything like that. I just think that they're a better football team that's grown under Sirianni over the last two months. And I think that this game will end up being close when folks just kind of assume that, why is the seventh seed even in there? We didn't used to have a seventh seed. And I'll stop short of saying a big upset, but based on the metrics of football, especially the analytics, the Eagles are quite good. So expect this game to be close. So I'll take the, the Bucks 31-28, and they, they live to fight on. Wes, give me – you can tell me I'm wrong because I know that that's pretty outlandish, but uh, Eagles at Bucks. Uh, yeah, this is another team that played um, each other earlier in the year. I think it was like 29-22, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think Tampa Bay comes out on top with this one. Uh, Philly will probably keep it close. I don't know how much of um, Tampa being down, you know, the um, receiver trio that they had. Uh, is going to affect Brady. Uh, Mike Evans is still around, um, but they'll be rolling with uh, Rashad Perriman and um, Mr. Johnson from uh, University of Minnesota. Yay! <laughs> uh, they do get. Um, I think Leonard Fournette's supposed to come back, which will help uh, if they can uh, keep the game on the ground. That'll. Uh, help cover up any 
uh, warts they may have on the outside with the receivers and uh, defense is good enough to uh, hold Philadelphia in check. Uh, Philadelphia doesn't really have many uh, outside options at wide receiver that, you know, would, would scare me and uh, lead me to believe that um, Tampa's secondary would be susceptible to them, which is probably their, their weakest spot on defense. So, okay. Yep, and then I'm glad you pointed out uh, Fournette running the ball because whether you like it or not, we've arrived the time in the football calendar when that matters. you got to be able to, I know people hate to hear it, but control the clock, limit turnovers, play defense. It's usually how Belichick gets all these damn Super Bowls with a splash, splash of clutch factor from Brady. And if you watch Man in the Arena, you'll learn very, very early in the series that defense really propelled the Patriots to their first uh, you know, not three peat, but almost three peat. So this is the time of year that eh, people don't want to listen to it, but running the football matters. Uh, Jason, Tampa Bay hosting the Eagles. Give us. I think uh, you know. I can't. I got to echo what, a lot of what you guys said. I think it's it's definitely going to be a lot closer than I guess. You know, if you, I've I've said all year that the Eagles are are a pretty decent team, um, and you know, I had the privilege of watching them go up against my team this year, and and. Uh, I think I think the, the on the injury front with the with the receivers with uh, Brady in the box, I think that's going to hurt them a lot more than I initially thought that it might. Uh, you know, when that first happened, your you, your first thought I think sometimes is, well, you know, Brady Brady will figure it out and they'll yes. be just fine. That's what I've been trying to tell myself all week. Yeah, but I'm not so sure about that. Um, I know, you know, you never doubt Brady, but um, I think it might impact him a little bit more than, than what I initially thought. Uh, disagree with Wes a little bit on the Eagles receivers. Uh, they got a nice little young group there uh, with Rager and Smith. Now, I mean, will they, are they dynamic electric? Not just yet, but they can be, I've seen them, um, pull off some good uh, granted that was against my team my defense so that was of course going to happen but um god i think it yeah it's going to be a close game and dustin i like your prediction uh maybe a touchdown less for each team though okay yeah on i've been how can i say it tempted all week to believe that about brady like he's he's made more with less in new england all the time, except for Moss, and they didn't even win a Super Bowl when they had him. I've been tempted to think he'll be just fine. But then I'm reminded of my basketball frame of mind, Wes, when I'm like, when the Lakers didn't bring in a bonanza of shooters, I'm like, you know, but this is LeBron AD. They're going to figure out. They're going to be fine. But as it turns out, they probably need more shooters. So I'm starting to think that in this era of football, the rules are relaxed, that having those Justin Jefferson's, Jamar Chase, instant impact wide receivers is kind of the equivalent of the three-point shot where you need guys that can shoot and they're no longer just a perk. They're becoming mandatory. And so now Brady will probably blow everything we just said to hell and they'll win 48 to nothing. Um, But it it seems like I've been tempted to say Brady will figure it out because he's Brady, but then it's like, am I just being a curmudgeon, an old guy that thinks, oh, yeah, yeah, he'll figure it out. He'll run the football. We shall see. All right, the next we'll go back to the AFC. Good, good, sirs. And this one will be awesome. It is. I'll probably say that about all these games, so bear with me. The three-seed Buffalo Bills, who are probably just smirking and grinning and resigned to their fate. Of course, Belichick is coming to town, and they're going to host New England. <laughs> they have demons. So, Jason, give me – I think I know what you're going to do. Give me your Belichick at Buffalo wildcard game prediction. It seems like we've been predicting this game for the last month, yeah. right? Every week, it seems like this game's on the docket. Here we are again, and I'm going with the New England Patriots yet again. Belichick and company are gonna are gonna take this one, and uh, I, I it's I think it's gonna be in humiliating fashion. Not necessarily uh, the score wise, yeah. not not a blowout. It doesn't have I to think, be. No, exactly. I think it's gonna. I think Belichick's gonna do exactly what he needs to do to humble the Bills back to Buffalo. One thing that I want to point out is we've, we've been saying like, you know, Mac Mac Jones is doing good for the rookie game managing guy in the ship because Belichick's defense is back. And that is true. Um, But I want to point out that the efficiency by the Patriots has come along in the last six, seven weeks. They are a top 10 team on offense in terms of the EPA for play. So they are, 
they've come along. They're finding ways to play well in offense. So it's not like this fabulous defense with this shitty offense. They're actually pretty comparable. So I want yep. to point that out for, for pretty even, pretty even on both sides of the ball. Now yeah, Jones is still, had a few games mixed in there where he's literally looked like a unpolished yeah. rookie. Yep. And that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's going to be expected. So, yep. All right. I'm going to, I'm mimicking that. I'm going to take the Patriots over the bills just because it's so poetic. The only thing that gets me thinking there is it's going to be really tricky to beat a damn good team twice at their house, especially when they have the the chip on their shoulder, the onus that says like, for Christ's sake, we can't lose the little thing that, you know, if, if Josh Allen is really as good and this team really wants to be a contender, this is a game they should win. But this is like when we were talking last year about the Super Bowl West, like, do we pick Mahomes or Brady? And I was nauseated each time I just flip flopped and I'm not going to pick against Belichick. I'm just not going to do it. So, and you probably will. So let's hear it, sir. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this game, uh, it's looking like single-digit temperatures are due uh, with a chance of snow. Um, Even not better. Quite, yeah, not quite as uh, drastic as the first game in Buffalo when there was like 50 or 60 mile per hour winds and the cold. Um, you know, this is set up to be an epic game. Um Belichick, you know, he he he's been around for a long time. He knows what it takes. And I guarantee you he's going to scheme something up that's going to slow down or surprise the Bills. Um, it, it's advantageous that the Bills have played them twice. Um, and this will be the third time. So, um, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, or shame on you. Fool me twice. You're doing the bush style. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's all right. Um, so I, I, I have Buffalo emerging from this one. Okay. Um, I, I think they, I think this year is actually their year. Um, they look, uh, they had a little hiccup or rough stretch, and you know, late November, early December. Um, it looks like they've ironed whatever uh, that was out and uh, they look ready. They look ready to, to make a push and the way the brackets kind of set up for them, I think will allow them to make that push. I, in about 15, 20 minutes, I'm going to hear your, your famous talking point about how this team was built to beat the chiefs. Aren't I? Absolutely. I'm, I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> Let's move back to the NFC to Jason. Um, this is the fashionable upset pick and i think rightfully so you'll hear it from me in a second and it's only because the niners have been there baby and this is another one that uh not that we predicted it but it was on our docket last time it was the throwback to the cowboys who are hosting the 49ers the Dion bowl uh so jason do we have a niners upset or are you gonna you gonna go with this cowboys team oh man yeah it, it really kind of all depends on who has Dion sanders <laughs> and uh but no uh Oh gosh, I I don't I don't think so. I, I think the Cowboys the okay. Cowboys actually take this. Um, and I, I every ounce of my being wants to go with the with the Niners, but I just think that the Cowboys this year are different than they are in years past. I just think that they're really really well coached on both sides of the ball. Um, years past, I would it wouldn't have been a no brainer. I mean, even if the Cowboys would have gotten to the record that they had this year. In past years, it, w- it would have been a Niners pick, but I do like what Dan Quinn's done down there in de- on the defensive side of the ball, um, and and their offense, um, assuming healthy, is definitely clicking on all cylinders. I think the Cowboys actually take the Niners to the woodshed. Ooh, uh, I don't even crap. think it's going to be close. I think something like maybe twenty eight ten. My goodness, yeah, that would be a we're here moment for the Cowboys. That would really say that. They, what they, are they heading to Lambo after that? Probably. Let's look at the, the bracket here in a minute. Uh, I disagree. I think that Shanahan, um, despite being puzzling sometimes, and by the way, his record against McVeigh stayed intact. It's a nice call, sir. Yes, yes absolutely. Uh, yep. Uh, I, I trust him in this game. I think they're going to run the ball because that's what they do. And I don't know. I'm still, I, I get scarred by these regular season stretches like the bills had that West touched on didn't scar him too much, but the Cowboys game we talked about when they um, just got shut out at home, 
I, I always tend to think that's still in there somewhere. And I, for some reason, I, I trust Shanahan over McCarthy. And it, it feels vintage last 25 years Cowboys to lose this game to a offensive strategist in Shanahan. So I think the Niners win this one by three and then they'll be heading to green Bay, which I will adore. Yes. Uh, Wes, you were high on Dallas two weeks ago. Are you sticking with it? I, I think this is a really tough matchup for yeah, them. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way to beat Dallas is to pound the rock on the ground um, make it a time of possession game, keep that offense off the field. I think San Francisco has what it takes to do that. Um, I don't know if San Francisco has enough in the defensive secondary to hold off, you know, a, a Dallas push. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still have them emerging victorious. Okay. Um, just because of you know Shanahan and his crazy run concept, he <laughs> a lot of coaches talk about wanting to run. Well, Shanahan, uh, you know, for the most part, from what I've seen over the last four or five years, he's actually able to execute it, which um, is pretty phenomenal. Considering mm-hmm. there's not one lead dog that he's done it with he's done it with numerous you know players it doesn't matter whose name is on the back of that jersey they're gonna eat and they're gonna eat yards Mm -hmm. but you're still going with dallas no no, i'm gonna i'm going with san francisco oh you are okay yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys really can almost convinced me in, uh, in the changing my <laughs> prediction. No, but I will say this, Dustin, though. Yeah. Notice when I was talking about their coaching in Dallas, I didn't even mention McCarthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, their coordinators down there doing a fantastic job because I certainly trust Kyle Shanahan much more than Mike McCarthy. But um, but yeah, you, you're you know, the I, I think Kellen Moore offensively more resemblance of Sean McVay and. Shanahan knows how to, God, you know what? I gotta, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to yeah. stick with it. My, it my won't surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, credit to McCarthy for surrounding himself with those dudes. Those are, you know, as a, as a manager, you know, coach and whatever you, you get credit for hiring those dudes, right. but he's probably going to have to do it without those two men next year. Yes. Um, yep. Because, ah, boy, I don't know if it's a sure thing that both those guys get hired. They're certainly getting interviews, which is part of just the the lure of getting their name out there. But they're candidates. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to be talked to. And we'll see if if, if it's time for more to make the the jump. And, the, you know, Quinn's already got the, the backbone to coach a team. So those are those are. Yeah, he might. McCarthy might have to do this with brand new coordinators is kind of what I was getting at. All right. So the next AFC matchup is the. Number five seed Raiders at the Bengals. And I am of the opinion that the Raiders had their Super Bowl last Sunday night. That felt like their their big moment without Gruden and um, to the credit, their head coach. They knocked out the Chargers, who are kind of like the, the Vikings of the AFC, where they're they do stuff and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened to to them in the close games and all the all that fun jazz. And I I think the Bengals are complete enough to win that one by a moderate margin, let's say like 30 to 20. And I just, I think the Raiders mini Cinderella story stops here. And then they got a decision to make on Derek Carr for the future. And I don't know if that the coach probably deserves to stay on. I don't know if that's what the ownership's vision is, but I'll take the, the Bengals by 10. What say you? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Bengals as well, but I will say this, um, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking the Bengals should probably win this by at least at least two touchdowns. I've been, with the exception of last week, picking the Raiders over the Chargers. I've been picking against the Raiders all year long, and they just keep just like gnawing their way into these yep. playoffs. And and uh, if if the Raiders somehow beat the Bengals. Then what? I mean, then how good is this team? Ooh, yeah, that would. That's the that's the question that I'm going to be asking because I'm not going to be surprised if the Bengals come out and win by two touchdowns, seventeen points. But if the Raiders beat the freaking Bengals, I, I will have no way of knowing how good they are. Yeah, and it's 
you know, we're coordinating Burrow of you know, dragging his team and the draft pick was great and they've arrived. But we also got to remember that, you know, Derek Carr is desperate. This is his uh-huh. first chance of doing it at all in the postseason. So, you know, um, how in, in Viking land, Kirk Cousins gets all of the, the slack for only getting to the playoffs twice and winning once and Carr's never been there at all. And it's, it's, it's kind of like, Ooh, that's weird. What's wrong with him? And now he's finally got a shot. So, and you know, every time you hear him talk, he's like a, a mini motivational speaker. So he's got to be ready. We'll see. We'll see if he's talented enough to get over the Bengals, but uh West recap, we both picked the Bengals. I said by 10 points and Jason said it wouldn't surprise him if, if they win by two touchdowns, but um, you know, Raiders, He's picked against them a lot this year, but maybe maybe they have the true grit to get it done. Where do you land on Raiders at Bengals? Yeah, this is a similar stat uh, to the Kansas City um, Pittsburgh one. Um, the Bengals and Raiders played um, when was this? Uh, late November. Bengals won thirty-two to thirteen. Oh yeah. Um, I don't, and that was in Vegas. I don't think this one's going to be um, close either, uh, with it being in Cincinnati. Um, Raiders lost their starting, I think it was a defensive tackle uh, in that game on Sunday night, and uh, so he'll he'll be out for the rest of the season. I think that'll um, hurt them. They they were already susceptible to the run. And, um, you know, if anything else, I, I see, uh, you know, wet weather permitting, um, I see Joe Mixon having a big day. Okay. And then this would mean from the entire panel that the Bengals win their first playoff game since the start of the Gulf War. And that's, that's burrowing back into our childhood. So. Uh, kudos to them if they get it done. We shall see. <laughs> the original see. golf war? Yeah, the 91. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yep, they, that... they won the Super Bowl that year, didn't they? No, Bengals uh, have never won a Super Bowl. Or no, I mean, they yep. got to face the Niners. Or nope. was that a couple years ago? That prior? was 88. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. That was that was that was some of my first football memories are seeing yep. the Super Bowl of the the Niners and uh, the Bengals. And that being 20 to 16, I believe John Taylor had the winning catch. Yeah. All right, so let's get let's finish out the wild card round. And the, the one of the most cool ideas, in my opinion, the NFL has had in a very long time: Monday Night Football playoffs. It's mm-hmm. just there's to me there's no downside to that. I don't care about rest because my team's out of it. So you know, play them on five days. I don't give a damn. Um, but I just think it's so cool that they were able to spread this out and just a marvel of marketing. Um, so yeah. in that and it's a good, of course, it's a good game. It's the playoffs. It is the Cardinals at the Rams, a division game. And the Cardinals have just bottomed out, so to speak. They lost the Seahawks, could have had a home playoff game. Nope. And the uh, the Rams, I still think that the team will get hot. And they have so many playmakers on defense that it feels like they could have one of those playoffs where it's like, yeah, do you remember the year that the Rams defense only allowed 17 points to playoff? That's probably just a theory of mine. So I will take the, the Rams on Monday Night Football and – really ending the Cardinals season on a whimper because they went through ebbs and flows this season where when they came out of the gate, we're like, well, let's see if they make the playoffs. And then they were the front runner for like a month. Who's going to beat the Cardinals tops of power rankings. And now they just bungled it all the way to the fifth seed. And I don't know. We'll see if we get the MVP version of Kyler Murray or if it's just kind of this blase. I can't, I don't even know if Hopkins is playing or not, but I will take the Rams. Nevertheless, Wes, who do you got on Monday night football? Yeah, I have the same. I have the Rams. Um, I think JJ Watt might be back. I That's right. Mm-hmm. Read somewhere. I haven't heard anything on Hopkins. Um, I I think the Rams um, have enough to get through this game. Um, they split the season series. Um, both teams won on the road. I, I think the Rams take care of business at home. I hope it's uh, I hope it's a fun game. I hope it's one of those ones where you know usually I preach defense, but this one it feels like we could be in the 30s or 40s. Yeah, absolutely. Perhaps. We shall see. All right, so that closes out our wild card round, which brings us to the the one seeds taking on the lowest seeds left remaining. 
Mm-hmm. And Jason, for you, that would be in the AFC, probably the worst one seed you could ever imagine, in my opinion. Not because they suck, just that really they're the one seed. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, that's the Titans. And for you, sir, the Patriots, it would be Vrabel versus Belichick. And then the team that knocked them out of the AFC championship two seasons ago. So, yeah, give me Patriots and Titans. Who's going to the AFC championship? Is Derrick Henry playing? I believe so, Wes. Then, then yep. they will be going. Oh, so you're going to stick. You're going to end your Belichick fascination there. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, because Derrick Henry. What a. Oh, my goodness gracious. I. I am fascinated with that man. I, I, you know, I don't know how many more years he can continue to do what he does. It doesn't matter. He rested all year. Granted, he was injury. He had that injury. But, I mean, you got to figure that did his body some good, even though he was rehabbing an injury. Um, Get him back in there. I think he's going to be fully, you know, juvenated, may not get 100% of the workload. But with him being there, just his presence there, I think, will be enough to to catapult him into into that uh, next round. Okay. It surprised me a little bit. But. I, I respect it because you made a great case for it. Wes, you uh, differed. You did not take the Patriots till we got the first round. So your matchup is different. It will be the number four Cincinnati Bengals at the number one Titans. Give me the divisional outcome. Yeah, I, uh, I like Cincinnati in this one. Uh, the Titans, they will be uh, full strength. Uh, it seems on offense, uh, they should have Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Derek Henry going. Um, I just don't know, um, you know, do they go right back to feeding Derrick Henry like they had, um, does it take him a little bit to figure out what they want their identity to be? I, I don't know what to expect from Tennessee. And I, I think that, you know, it might take them, uh, a quarter or two to kind of figure that out. Um, and I, I have a feeling that it might be too late at that point, uh, especially after, you know, Cincinnati, um, hopefully has a knockout game against the Raiders and their mm-hmm. offense is humming. They, they probably come in and, you know, start to at least start it hot, hot and light it up. And then, uh, Titans play catch up, uh, which would also, uh, affect them being able to use Henry as much as they they would want to. And the way that I crunched these numbers to formulate my uh, predictions uh, without Henry in the past six games, I have the Titans as the 11th best team in the playoffs out of 14. Mm. And so it was a no brainer that they would not advance out of the first round poor Titans. But to Jason's point, Derek Henry's a game changer and he rolls in there and throws down a hundy. Then it's a different story. Um, or in this I, case, a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah, and his yeah, that wouldn't be out of the realm. <laughs> uh, so I am sticking with Belichick. I like the Patriots to knock off the uh, Titans with or without Henry. I just tr- trust Belichick, and I I do not. <laughs> I am not have any ounce of fear over the Titans uh, in these playoffs. So I will take the Patriots to go into the uh, AFC Championship. All right, Jason, NFC. Let's see the way you did up your board. You'll have the Dallas Cowboys traveling to the Green Bay Packers. Can't happen. Say what? Uh, I don't think that can happen. They're the three seed. Oh, did I mess that up? The four or five seed would be ahead of them. Or oh, lower. Oh, did I not jot his down? Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think I put down his four seed prediction in that oh, the Rams or the Cardinals. Oh, I didn't pick that. Oh, my bad. Well, that's why that's why we screwed up. That's why I don't pick the Rams, the Rams. Okay. Yep. Okay. So then excuse me, the Rams go to green Bay. Good thing. Wes is on his toes here. I'm not, <laughs> uh, we Jason, tell me about the Rams at the Packers. Oh man, this, this could be a, a great game. I mean, just because it's in Lambeau, I almost have to, I have to go with, with Rogers and company. I think that the Rams are by far the most talented team in the playoffs. I mean, no question. And they should not lose, but um, it, I, I don't know. It's going to be a big, 
big change for Stafford to have to go into Lambeau. Not sure what the weather is going to be like, but it's not going to be what he's accustomed to. Oh, he's been there. Yeah, he has. He, I guess he is used to it. I'm not sure how well he fared in there. No, no, no. You don't want to talk about that part of it. No, <laughs> he's been there, but they didn't. He didn't win there. Yeah, and I, you know, I've watched a little bit of Stafford recently, and and I, gosh, I've he's been pretty interception prone these last yeah. couple of weeks. Gunslinger. Um, yeah, he is, and and I love that. But um, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna go with uh, with Green Bay. Yep. I disagree. So my matchup, because I predict Niners upset, I have the Niners going to Lambeau. And I believe for the exact same reason, I think I said this on two weeks ago, exact same reason they took down the Cowboys. I think they're going to beat the Rams and that's uh, running the football. One of the dirty little secrets about the Packers is their defense isn't that great. I know it's been deficient of one of the Smith brothers, maybe both of them and Jair, and I know they're getting them back. Yay. But I, their defense is not that great compared to the rest of the field. And we'll see if it gets exposed. I think Shanahan can do it. So I'm going to take the uh, 49ers to get to the AFC or NFC championship. That's my, my one of my surprises. And we'll go back to the AFC. And Wes needs to pick Buffalo at Kansas City in the divisional mm-hmm. championship round. Yep. Um, here is the speech there, that there Buffalo speech, was speech. built to beat Kansas City. Uh, They did so earlier this year in Kansas City. Uh, They will have to do it again. Uh, I I believe that they are able and capable of pulling that off. Um, They lost uh, against Kansas City in Kansas City last year in the playoffs. And I think this year they get it done and um, push into the AFC championship game. And that'll be a home one uh, for them at that. Uh, because uh, let's see, yeah, because you had the other team. All right, so Jason, your final division AFC game is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you got? Well, I think this team, these teams match up pretty well with each other. It's going to be fun. I think it'll be a fun game. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Okay, Kansas City by. By 10. All right. So that, that puts them commandingly, so to speak, in both those matchups in the AFC championship. And you'll have a date between the one and two seed here in a couple minutes with the Titans and Chiefs. And for me, my AFC matchup to get there is the same. I have the Chiefs over the Bengals. This is where the Burrow magic runs out, although he'll be back. And I, I have the same thing. I think the Chiefs take care of business between, between 10 and 17 points. And they're they're not quite ready, and I trust Mahomes in this situation. So the final NFC game for Wes is San Francisco. No, hold on here. No, it no. I I have to give you San Francisco at Green Bay. Yeah, I don't think I did either. The NFC yeah, teams. Yep. No, I'm I'm messing yeah. up the order here. Uh, so yeah, San Francisco goes into Green Bay. Uh, I mentioned um, the Niners possibly having difficulty with uh, Dallas. Uh, I believe the secondary for San, San Francisco is a little susceptible. Uh, I think uh, this is the game that bites them. Uh, believe Rogers okay. has enough to. Um, get Green Bay through um, San Francisco. Uh, it, it will be a difficult matchup. I don't think it it'll be a blowout by any sense of the matter. But um, Green Bay showed this year they're able to do it through the air. They they can also do it through the ground, um, which which will definitely help in a game like this. Um, also being able to uh, pound the ball to AJ Dillon. Uh, when they have a lead and it's as cold as it will be in Green Bay, um, that's tough on the opposing team to tackle a guy like that. Um, same thing for Derrick Henry. If if the Titans are able to uh, get out to a lead uh, and lean on Henry, uh, you know that that just spells doom for an uh, opposing team. 
to continually have to throw their body at a uh, running back of, you know, that size, that caliber. Uh, so, yeah, I have Green Bay advancing in this one. All right, so Green Bay gets by to the NFC Championship, and then give me the, your Rams at Bucks. Yeah, this is a, a rematch. Uh, they played each other in L.A. Um, I believe the Rams won that game. Yes, they, they did. Uh, Tampa made a late push, um, but weren't able to uh, capitalize on it. Uh, I remember Tampa going into that game and before, you know, the, the weekend festivities kicked off, I, I thought that this would be kind of a, a scheduled loss for Tampa Bay, um, you know, traveling cross country, um, playing a Rams team that's, you know, pretty hopped up on wanting to prove themselves. Uh, it had all the writing on the wall that, you know, the Rams would, emerge victorious and that's what happened uh i think this time with the rams heading to the east coast um the bucks playing at home i i have tampa coming out on on top in this one jason your other nfc matchup if i'm not mistaken is dallas at tampa bay oh man You can't ever pick against Brady, can you? <laughs> I think you tried no. to last time, and then you think you talked yourself out of it after. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Um, I'm going to do it, though, this time. I'm taking Dallas. Oh, you. I am taking Dallas. I you'll, love... you'll, rene- you'll renege shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, you might as well just, yeah, okay, fine. Brady. Brady will go. Brady will go. No, I got you down for Dallas. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a, you know, a, Gosh, this, this is such a tough game for me to pick. They 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 all are really. I mean, they they got so many that could go either way. Um, but I I just got to think that the that the Cowboys are are like I said, they're a little bit different this year than what I'm used to seeing in years past. Mm-hmm. Even the year that they had that real, you know, what was it? That one year when they had Demarco Murray. Yep. What was twenty sixteen? Was that six? It was Dak at the helm then, or was that Romo? No, that was Romo's last. Why no? No, that was 2015 with Murray. And then 2016 was rookies, Prescott and Zeke. Oh, yeah. So Prescott's first year is when he won, what was it, 13 games? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I just got a lot of faith in their coordinators. I think, uh, you know, Dan, I can't stress how good Dan Quinn's done with that defense compared to last year. I'm really maximizing the talent on that side of the ball. And and we all know the playmakers that offense has. I think that they can – I think they're going to get a good, good victory. Then my big switch after weighing the numbers is I, I have the final divisional NFC game is the Rams at the bucks and I'm going with the bucks. Uh, I'm going to, this is is a departure from what I've been saying all year. I'm going to trust the bucks at home and for a while there, it felt like the Rams might get a, uh, the home divisional game, but that didn't work out this way. So I'm going to, Oh, begrudging! It's going to be close. I'm going to take the the Buccaneers over the Rams, and that will that'll set up my NFC Championship as uh, Bucks and 49ers, if you can believe that. So I'll get to that in a second. But now we are on to AFC Championships, Jason, and yours is the Kansas City Chiefs at the Tennessee Titans for the 11th best team according to Dustin Baker. The yep. Tennessee Titans are going to the Super Bowl. Holy crap. Um and I think that the Chiefs are actually the perfect matchup for them to get there. Um with, you know, a great great running game. I have to believe that by that game, I don't know how long it's going to take them to get all their irons in the same fire uh with getting Henry incorporated back in, but you know, it's a perfect scenario for them to just ground it with him. And even by doing so, we'll open up the the ability to get the, to the play action, um, take advantage of some of those receivers on a on a really, really vulnerable secondary in Kansas City. I think uh, I think that they get there. I think that uh, Mahomes stays off the field enough. Um, and when he does get on the field, he tries to do much too much, which could 
lead to a few turnovers. And I like, I like Tennessee by 10. Oh my goodness. In Kansas city. Wow. Okay. So you're basically seeing it. Yeah. That's, that's the big, that's you're basically saying that we'd have to see the, the mid season chiefs. They're going to show up and do the weird shit. No, I'm not. Well, not necessarily. I I think, I think Mahomes and company are going to come to play. I just don't think they're going to have the opportunity to be out there as, as much as they'd like. Um, I think they're going to do a great job time managing the game with Henry Um, when they need to, they'll pass it. The, um, open up the play action. Uh, won't this game be in Tennessee? Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah I, I keep just thinking because they're better, in my opinion. That's going to be yeah. So you're right; it will be in Tennessee. My bad. Yeah. So um, no, I'm not saying we're going to see a bad Chiefs team. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe a turnover. Um, it won't be anything like we've seen mid year, but I think uh, Tennessee will do exactly what it needs to do to to beat that. I mean, that that Chiefs defense has deficiencies. Titans defense is somewhere in the middle of the pack um, that I think can maybe, you know, hang with Mahomes and company. But, but if Mahomes and company is out on the field nonstop, th- n- none of this matters. <laughs> so you heard it. Tennessee going to Super Bowl. That will be that'll be a, a red herring pick because most people won't have that. And it's hard to believe because they're the one seed. So they should have at least 30, 40 percent of the folks predicting them there. But they just don't have the pizzazz. I think that's probably Tannehill driven. That yeah. his, his name is not Mahomes. And Case Keenum numbers. This year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I tweeted that a couple of weeks ago that his stat number is a dream for 1992. Back in that in that <laughs> moment, it was like 17 touchdowns, 14 picks. And. Yeah, just yeah, twenty-one crazy. touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird that they can get away with that and be a one seed. But hey, it's a team sport. It's shocking. Uh, Wes, your AFC championship is the Cincinnati Bengals, their big rival against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Yep, uh, I think this is where the Cincy Joe Burrow magic runs out. Um, I'm. Buffalo has the weapons to keep up with Cincinnati. Um, both teams are pretty familiar with playing in cold, um, which this game would more than likely be. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, Buffalo taking care of business at home and going to their fifth Super Bowl. Okay. I have the AFC championship of the Patriots at the Chiefs. And I think the Patriots win this by about 14. Uh, I don't think we'll see any of their, their strange struggles. And I think, I just think that they've come back enough from whatever that was. And they're coherent enough. They have enough sustainability. Thank goodness for them. When they turned it around, they played the giants and they played the Jordan love Packers. And it really allowed them just to almost play like minor league baseball for a little bit. <laughs> no, they barely beat the giants. Though. Yeah, no, I remember, I remember it because I've told you guys about like my first adult bet that I ever placed. Uh, I, I put money on the chiefs when they were three and four and it's looking pretty good now uh, to win the super bowl. All right. So we have super bowl time and Jason somehow, some way you have chosen like a country music super bowl uh, of the Dallas Cowboys and the Tennessee Titans. Break it down. I didn't even thought about that. My God, it is. <laughs> All my exes live in Texas. So I hang my hat in Tennessee. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I, uh, gosh, I, I'm, I'm going with the, uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Okay. Wow. Went in the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I wonder if you're going to wake up in the morning and be like, did I really say all that? Did I really say all that? I, know, I mean, I think the Cowboys are a better team offensively and defensively, obviously. Um, now, well, you could have said, well, the Chiefs are a better offensive team than the Titans, but not defensively. Um, I think uh, I think this this will be a I think this will be a really bad Super Bowl. I think the Cowboys <laughs> I think the Cowboys win something like. 35 to 13. Man, you had a you had like a turning point on the Cowboys like that you just started believing in them. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I hate to I hate to do that, right? Basically, we all yeah. know Cowboys fans. We all hate Cowboys fans. Yeah. <laughs> and that in turn makes me hate the Cowboys. Um, but yeah, the team that my Denver Broncos handily beat 
which should have been 30 zip, are going to win the Super Bowl 35 to 10. Yeah, that, that's your angle there. Because now you can say that for the rest of your life. That Yeah, the year that they won it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we should no, have yeah, 35-13. Um, okay. All right, in my gymnastics here, Wes, I forgot your NFC championship, which I'm sure you remember. Uh, the yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Bays, uh, the Green Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Who who comes to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I, I uh, filled this out earlier this morning, and I had Tampa Bay emerging. But the more I sit and think about it, Ugh. I yeah, I I think um, Green Bay has enough to get by them, unfortunately, uh, especially playing at home. Um, I know Brady's built to to play in cold weather. I just don't know uh how much he, the rest of the still team is. <sighs> yeah, and I I don't know if they can strike magic twice. Uh they went in to Green Bay and won last year. I just don't know if they're gonna be able to do it again this year. Uh okay. so I have Green Bay advancing to the Super Bowl. Mm, my goodness. All right. Who well, did I have beating Green Bay? Oh, uh, let's see. Dallas, I think. Uh, no, you had. What am I doing here? Did I forget? I think I forgot your NFC championship. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what happened last time. This was a lot more organized. I don't we're gonna have to talk to the I was like, I, producers. I was like, this <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, does, does this change anything? Because I forgot your NFC championship of Cowboys Packers. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. So this yeah, is your like, chance. <laughs> this is your chance to get rid of the country music bowl. Yeah, it is. And go with, go with Rogers and company <laughs> down there. Well, it's, it's in, see that. Yes. It again, it's in Lambo. Yep. Yeah. The, the, that yes. The Packers will okay. win this. All right. So this, the, the, the host here, um, the guy that does all the audio mixing and all that forgot NFC championships, which is, you know, a blunder. So we're going to rewrite history, and you're taking the Packers over the Cowboys. You can erase the speech because now you have to pick Packers or Titans, and I know what you're going to pick, and I'm just going to log off. (laughs) (laughs) Is it inevitable? Oh, man. Oh, man. Now what? Yeah. um... (laughs) Now this leads me to believe that the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl because – you said it, but I messed it up. But you're going to be like, so you remember when I actually said that? <laughs> yeah, I will hold that over your head till the end of time. Now, yeah, that's all. It's all about the matchups, though, right? It's uh, it's all about the matchups. Now, though, uh, yeah, we're gonna. Oh boy, Packers over Titans or Titans over Packers? I'm taking the Titans. Oh, Titans goodness. over the Packers. This I can get behind. This is like uh, when the Vikings were actually doing well two years ago. Um, we always kind of said that the Titans are built just like the Vikings. That the coaches want to do the same things, and so I will endorse this pick, especially because it's over the Packers and Rogers is depressed after losing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so Rogers will get basically one game closer than he did last year, and still go home. Yep, and I don't know. I don't know if it's if if he needs to get to the Super Bowl for him to be happy. If he has to win it, probably has to win it. But I don't know if he. Well, no, back. he's not going to be happy, and that means he's going to come to Denver and quarterback hard. Yep. Yeah. So it's all cerebral here for you. You've been planning, planning <laughs> this. This is how it's going to end. Yeah. Well, thank goodness you asked what happened to Green Bay because otherwise, it just would have been lost in the shuffle. My <laughs> NFC Championship. I remember I had the Niners getting there. Uh, it ends against the Bucks, and the Bucks return to the Super Bowl. And I have a Super Bowl rematch of the Chiefs and the Bucks by based on the way the matchups came out. And I'm going to take the Chiefs to win this one, kind of like alternating Bird versus Magic in the 80s, even though these age differences between Mahomes and Brady are vastly different. Uh, I will take the Chiefs to win this one because you said it two weeks ago, Jason, when you had this hypothetical matchup that Mahomes has to. Otherwise, he's tarnished and he will not achieve the Brady status, even if he wins eight Super Bowls down the line it would still almost like Eli and Brady, like got the best of them those couple times. So I do have the chiefs uh, fulfilling my, my first adult wager that uh, my wife and I made as a couple, we bet money on the chiefs when they are at their lowest point and it's looking pretty good. Uh, so Wes, you're going to take us off air with a super bowl that I think I got right. And that is, and maybe you're going to be the, 
the one that I scowl at. Uh, the Bills and the Packers in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Bills okay. and the Packers in the Super Bowl. Uh, this, uh, if this is the matchup, it will be a fireworks show, I believe. Um, you have two prolific offenses going head to head, defenses that can get hot and uh, create turnovers. Um, you know, I I would ha- I have this one as an s- absolute slugfest going back and forth, um, and yeah. Uh, you're probably going to hate me, but you know, our arch rival, oh, the Green Bay Packers, they're going to embarrass themselves on national television in front of 30 million viewers and oh. lose. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they will lose to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills will, after uh, five times trying, uh, finally secure their first Super Bowl. Um, and it will just lay the groundwork for the Vikings to do the same uh, the following year. So, bam. Didn't you? Put in uh, your pipe, smoke it, book it. This is who I picked the last time. Yeah, that's what I say. Just the way the matchups played out, it's. I, I think it's set up um, perfectly for Buffalo. Uh, they do have to get by New England. That's probably their biggest hurdle mm-hmm. uh, from a mental standpoint. Um, and it, as I mentioned previously i had tampa over green bay earlier this morning uh just because i wanted to complete that story arc of uh buffalo over uh brady but yeah um doesn't happen in this case and um yeah buffalo uh 2021 nfl champions yeah the the when you were about when you were baiting me there and I thought you were going to go with the Packers. The reason it wasn't so much that you were betraying me and picking the Packers. It's that you're really good at this. And if you felt it in your bones, the Packers are going to win. Then I had to start preparing myself that the Packers were probably going to win. But now if they fail in the Super Bowl, that's fine by me. I have to listen to two weeks of Rogers being back there, but he's good enough right. that I can endure that. All right. So Jason has the, the Titans. Over the Packers. Let me look at that one more time. Is that right? Titans over Packers. Titans over Packers. Dustin has the Chiefs over Bucks. And Wes has the Bills over the Packers. So yeah, we've come a long way because two weeks ago, none of us had those same combos. Yeah. So that's that's what the playoff matchups do. All right. So next week we'll have built-in topics. We will break down the action and preview the following week um, because it's unlikely that this goes according to what any of us said, just based on how weird sports are. And I bet you'll be an injury or something, and that'll yeah. be it. And then if if we if we whip through that for whatever reason, then we can talk about coaches, or if we decide, we can talk about talk about coaches in general because um, it's general manager season and head coach season. Do you think by this time next week, any of the teams that are interviewing coaches have a? Is yes. it is it okay yes. to hire a coach if he's currently coaching? Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the new rule. That's why Jacksonville started interviewing all these dudes before. I think they can agree in principle. Okay. Right. Yep. I think that's that's what this is designed for. And yeah, I would, how many do we have? Six or seven? Open coach? Yeah. Yep. The ones that like my team, the Giants and the Bears, they won't because they got to hire a GM first and they're not going to rush through that. I hope not. And then that'll take longer. But yeah, the teams like uh, where the, uh, general manager is established like Peyton. Um, yeah, within a week, I, the last time the Vikings did this was eight years ago and they hired Zimmer two weeks after the season was up. So um, that isn't necessarily the blueprint for how people do it, but yeah, I would bet we'll see one or two by this time next week. Well, you got to assume that these guys pretty much have a decent idea of who they want and they mm-hmm. want to get him in there immediately and start building the staff and and that sort of thing, I would imagine. I mean, they Denver's requested to interview 10 guys. Yeah. I don't even think they're going to get anywhere close to all those guys. You know what's cool that I've never thought about, Wes, you probably have. I just had on John Krasinski uh, from The Athletic. He's a writer and reporter. He does the Vikings, and I had him on our Vikings show. And he's been doing this for 20 years. And he said that the rationale behind, by bringing in 10 general managers to interview and 10 coaches interview, part of it is to get an honest synopsis of what people think of your team. So they might bring in, you know, John Davis, and they're not, not going to hire this idiot, but they want to hear what he thinks are your deficiencies. So they can get a, a broader perspective, you know, because the owners besides Jerry are somewhat disconnected from this, especially yeah. the Wilfs, the Wilfs, the Vikings ownerships are like, 
we don't really know a lot about the footballs, but we, we love having the team. So they let the, the general manager do everything. So uh, the way that Krasinski described this is that sometimes it's like using the answers on a test, the questions on a test to get to the answer. So they'll say, you know, for the Vikings, like, what would you do with the cousins contract? And, you know, the guy's like, oh, he's a 500 quarterback. Get the hell rid of him. They'll file that in the memory bank. And then you might have a dude that says, like, all he needs is an offensive line. So they they want to get the opinions of some of the best eligible minds and, you know, pick the one that they most agree with or think is the most convincing. And I've never thought about it that way. No. Yeah. yeah so that makes perfect so if he, sense. So you're going to have 10 dudes on the Broncos that come talk to Peyton, and I'm sure Elway will be in, like, surveillance or something. <laughs> yeah. And and they're going to hear, like, you know, one guy would be like, Drew Locke, he's got the tools. We're going to build this with Drew. And then they're going to hear, like, if you get me, if you can get me Aaron Rodgers, we're winning Super Bowl. They're going to hear that that dichotomy and how different it is. And I've never thought about it in that realm that you're basically stealing from a guy that you may or may not hire. And it's really cool to think about. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. yeah, a competent GM is yep. going to do that that sort of thing. Yep. But- Yep. Yeah, so I, yeah, that's great, man. I never thought of that either. Yep. Excellent. All right, gentlemen, we'll be back with the uh, jumping off point to the divisional round one week from tonight. All right. All right. Peace. All right. Have a good, Later. good rest of your week, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.